Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the MedPoint Health Half Hour. Your host, Ron Young, here, uh, joining you for another edition of the show on uh, Saturday, February 12th. And today I have a very special guest, of course, uh, comes and joins us on the program from time to time, uh, the president and CEO of MedPoint, Alex Hannum. Alex, how are you doing today? You know what? If I was doing any better, Ron, I'd be you. I think I've used that one before, but, uh, you know, I, I always think of you as the pinnacle of positivity. Wow. And so if I couldn't be close to the... You're doing all right. I'm doing all right. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Alex. I appreciate your time. And uh, we kind of wanted to talk a little bit because, you know, things seem to be calming down with this pandemic. Um, you know, we've been told for two years, you know, vaccinate, wear masks, wash hands. I mean, if you think back, rewind to the the start of it, I, I was wearing gloves at the gas station for the pumps. Like we just didn't know. And we there was this uncertainty uh, behind it. But Alex, when we were talking a little bit about it this week, you were saying, why is nobody ever talking about what we should be talking about? And that's how to, you know, st- be healthy and stay healthy or maybe even get to a healthy point, right? It's funny that you just took away all my thunder, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now I don't even need to talk, right? You just covered it. <laughs> um, you know, it, you know, I, it, you started off by saying it's calming down. I don't know if it's calming down. I think actually it's, uh, it's if, if anything, the whole debate about everything is uh, is heating up. I know, you know, we I talked to so many people in, in the week and, and uh, there's so many people that are frustrated. And well, no matter what side of the, the sort of the blockade, the, the trucker protest people come down on, whether, you know, what it has done and no one can dispute this is it's got people talking and it's got people asking questions right. and, and they're saying, you know what, we, you know, what is the end game here? And so, you know, through lots of conversations that I've had this week and for clients who are calling in looking for MedPoint services and, and bringing up these issues and questions, uh, you know, it just made me reflect in the last, what you just said, two years. Two years. It's coming up on two years. And same thing. You know, we were in Grand Bend for the for 12 weeks. And, you know, I remember going out to get groceries and I was, we were wearing a mask, you know, as I'm married to a doctor, I was wearing a mask <laughs> way before anybody, way before MedPoint sold masks. Right? You were that guy, right? I was that guy. And, uh, you know, she would go out and we would, you know, uh, I, I would come home with the groceries and we would wipe down the groceries yeah. and with, uh, you know, Lysol wipes. If you could find them, remember, no one could find Lysol wipes for a long time. We'd be wiping down the groceries and then I would be essentially stripping off in the garage and then having a shower from going from the, to the grocery store. Right. Because we didn't know. Right. And what, you know, and, and so anyway, we're lots of different conversations. And, you know, and I try and listen on both sides. And there's some been lots of people that have had their own views about what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing. And I just, I've come to the conclusion that as politicians, as health units, as physicians, uh, we missed a massive opportunity. And you know what that opportunity was, was we know, and, you know, hindsight's got 20-20 vision, as my dad used to say, but we knew really early on that if you were healthy, 
and took care of yourselves and were not did not have a bunch uh, a number of comorbidities your chances of survival your chances of it not impacting you so much right from the very first variant to delta to omicron to whatever comes next <laughs> the the one thing that we haven't pushed the people to do is to lose weight yeah exercise yeah eat well yeah right be physical be the best portion and, and I remember those 12 weeks and we're sitting here thinking, okay, what happens if the, the, the food chain breaks down? Like yeah. what, what happens if the supply chain? And I remember right off the bat saying, well, we're in Grand Bend and there's some Canadian geese out here and there's some fish in the yeah. river. You know, do I have to go back and, and find our own food? Pioneer, right? Pioneer, yeah. right? And so you start thinking about, you know, all those different things that we were afraid of. And, you know, what if... What just what if at that time, a lot of the focus was, okay, protect yourself, socially distance, do all these things. Yeah. But what can you do? You can get out and exercise. Yeah. You can make sure that you put away the pop, put away. And well, here here we are two years later. And you know when we first when we came out of the first wave and and Medpoint opened back up, you know our doctors asked. So since COVID, you know, or how, what are you doing for your fitness? And we got two different answers. Right. And, and literally those two answers were 50-50 right down the middle. It was people would say, well, because of COVID and because I couldn't go to hockey and because I couldn't do my recreational things and we couldn't go soccer and we couldn't do these things, I really have, I've put on 30, 40 pounds. I yeah. put on the COVID-20. Right. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm drinking too much. And uh, I'm doing all these, uh, you know, it, I'm not in good shape. Mm -hmm. and, and now that's why I'm here, because I need to make some changes. Right. And the other half said, well, you know what? Since COVID happened, I've actually had more time at home. Yeah. Uh, I'm running. I'm, I'm doing a lot of walking. I'm walking longer with the dogs. I've got less to do. Yeah. Um, I'm outside. I'm doing more. I'm in the best shape of my life. Yeah. And so it was really interesting that 50% of the people... Uh, made positive choices, yeah. and fifty percent. And it's not an official study, but of our clients that came in, and you know, we joke that there's you're going to come out of COVID uh, with three as uh, one of three different things. You're either going to come out of it as a hunk, mm -hmm. a chunk, okay, or a drunk. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's not to be disrespectful to people having to deal with some alcohol issues. But I know I drank way too much right. during during COVID. And I know I didn't eat as, as as probably as well as I did, but I did exercise. I actually lost about 15 pounds during the COVID wow. because I was out running all the time. And I hate running. Yeah. Right? Like everyone knows, I, I'm not a, I don't like to run. Looking at your stats, we wouldn't know that, of course. I'm, I'm, I'm insane, <laughs> but I don't like, I exercise like crazy. You don't I'm like stupid. the process. I don't like it. Right. But as a, as a, as a swimmer, Swimmers are not designed to run, but there was nothing else to do, so I did running. Yeah, and and it became part of my routine, and I got to the point where I would be used to doing five to ten kilometers every day because that's what I had to do because I had the time. Yeah. So, but anyway, I you know I when when I'm talking to more people, I'm still talking. People are they're they're like Groundhog Day. They're popping their heads up yeah. and they're saying, 
I haven't had a medical in two years. I haven't had my preventative screening. I haven't uh, exercised. I have drunk too much. I need to start looking after my health care. Right. And where do I start? Where do you start? Yeah. And I'm pissed. I, you know, I, I'm, 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 imagine if from day one, we started telling people, this is what you've got to do. You want to reduce your chances? Exercise. You want to reduce your chances? Eat well. What's the worst that could have happened? Right? Two years later, we have a healthier society. Right. We have, you know, we, we have less people that have to go into the hospital for, uh, you know, chronic health diseases that could have been prevented by exercising. You know, maybe on the next half we can, we can talk more about that, but you know, that's my, that's my rants anyway. Well, and not only that though, too, right. Uh, Alex, there's a lot of doctor's offices that did simply didn't open back up Yeah. or it's like, Oh, you, you want to come in and see me for this issue? Well, we're not handling those issues right now. So, I mean, this is just a, a cascade effect, really. And and the one uh, we were actually chatting last week, and the one thing that really stuck out in my mind when I was talking to you was like people just aren't talking about how the healthcare system uh, has been so burdened, and how did we get to that point? And uh, yeah, maybe we can talk about that a little bit on the second half of the show here. I know we got to take a quick commercial break, but uh, yeah, I'm here with uh, MedPoint CEO and President Alex Hanneman. We'll be right back. You're listening to 980 CFPL Radio. Okay, welcome back to the program. Of course, we do the show every Saturday morning, the MedPoint Health Half Hour. Ron Young here, and I'm joined today by um, the President and CEO of MedPoint Healthcare Centers, Alex Hannum. Alex, thanks for taking the time today. It's always a joy to have you on the show. <laughs> it's always funny when you say president and CEO. I never look at that. Like, who made you president and CEO? <laughs> yeah. I did. Yourself. I did. <laughs> you know, I, actually, uh, a rather uh, a gentleman emailed me one time, or, or I, I, it was three in the morning, and he Facebook messaged, and uh, he said, you know, it's funny you keep calling yourself president and CEO, so you're a CEO. You're nothing more than a glorified office manager for your wife. <laughs> it's like, that was a little harsh, but <laughs> three in the morning, I'm sure it wasn't. A, you may have had a drink or two, but yeah. uh, it was like, ooh, that kind of stung. That, 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 that cut blood that one day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always find it funny because, you know, I know that you have visibility on what comes in and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, somebody will always say to you, oh, I want to speak to the manager. And you're like, well, actually, I am. <laughs> like, I'm, I own the company. So you're probably going to get, you know, the furthest with me. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny uh, to, to think of those things. I don't give off the air of, uh, of executive, maybe not. not. Not with the shirts that I wear anyway. Yeah. Or, or the, the classic, uh, somebody calls in looking for an appointment and you're like, well, I'm the president. I don't know how you've got me, but I'll try and get you to where you need to go. Um, the always accessible Alex Hannum. Yeah. So thank you for being on the show. Least efficient person in the office. <laughs> uh, I always love having you on. Um, so Alex, we kind of left off because like I was, we were talking a little bit about the pandemic, the narrative that maybe wasn't being spoken as much with, which was, you know, be proactive, take control of your health, be, you know, an advocate for your health and, and make sure that you're taking steps to get healthier. And, you know, during the pandemic, obviously, as we've said, people kind of went one of two ways. They were either really going at it because they didn't have the commute. They maybe uh, had more time on their hands because they weren't staying late at the office. They're now at home. Uh, or, you know, maybe they are just 
20 pounds, the COVID-19, right? The, the 19 pounds is what we're calling it. Uh, and it's just kind of accumulated into this uh, hot mess of eating too much and drinking too much. But we were talking a little bit about before we went to break of how the healthcare system got into this stage, because, you know, the politicians obviously are doing their, their best, you know, we all have to have some sort of grace because if we were in their position, it'd be just <laughs> awful. But, um, you know, looking at it and looking at a lot of the decisions being made based on healthcare numbers, ICU admissions, um, you know, how many ventilators we have in Brampton or where was it, Mississauga, they were building a, a hospital like to just make sure that they had enough resources. So you had mentioned it in the conversation we had a couple of like a few days back, but it was like, how did the healthcare system in Ontario get to such a point where it's so fragile that an influx of of uh, people that need to care cannot be sustained or, you know, dealt with to the level that we need to just shut everything down? Yeah, it, you know, and and this came out of another conversation where people, you know, anyone who's listening, if they ever watch a hockey game or or tomorrow the Super Bowl is going to be on. Right. How many people? How many unmasked? Uh, football fans are going to be in LA. I think it's in LA. Yeah. How many people are going to be watching that game next to people who are unmasked? And you know, you watch a, a Maple Leaf game, and the, the stands are empty. Crickets. They, it's crickets. You go across the, you go across to Detroit where they played the other day, and you got eighteen thousand fans th- yeah. there, half of which are Toronto fans who cross the border. <laughs> so. You know, the question is, is like, does the virus not know that they can't, it's not allowed to cross the border? Like, right. why are our mandates so much different than the, the, the U.S. man? And it's frustrating. And people start saying, well, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. And as you said, I wouldn't want to be a politician these days. And, I, and again, I, I, uh, I've been asked to run a few times and I, and I don't, <laughs> I, it's, I don't like the pay, but, but the, you know, the reality is, is that we have forgotten that we always have crises in our ERs, in our hospitals every year right. because of too many flu cases, regular flu cases, too many illnesses. You know, we in the winters, our immune systems go down. We get a lot of admissions. Right. Let's not forget the just the simple, just the math of the demographics. You know, the baby boomers are between, uh, you know, 58 and 76, yeah. give or take a year. That's impacting our healthcare system. Those are the older you are, the more likely you're going to, you know, get sick and have problems. I'm 51 now. I've got lots of problems. So there, you know, the reason that we have to have and the the, the logic behind it is our system cannot take massive hits. Right. It, we don't have the systems in place. The beds per population are much worse in Canada than in any of the other developed countries. Mm-hmm. The U.S., they've got more space. They've got more accessible spots to put people. So they can get away with it a little bit more than we can. So, you know, I think for the politician's point of view, they're sitting there saying, you know, and this is my estimated guess, is they're saying, I don't want to be the person who didn't that didn't look like I took it seriously. Right. Right. I really got to make sure that we, uh, and they're listening to a lot of different people that are giving them a lot of contradictory 
you know, information. Yeah. But the, the doctors in the ER, we've got some doctors working here who work in the ERs. You know, they have to deal with this on a daily basis. And they're sitting there going, oh, for God's sake, get the, get the vaccine. Or, or just, you know, please take care of yourselves and do what you can because we are constantly working on this. And I was in the, I had the you know, misfortune or actual fortune to be in the ER about a month ago. And, you know, there was a couple of people there who openly said, I have COVID right now. And this is, and, but I'm here for this reason. I'm here because of this, but yeah, I got COVID. And of course they said, oh, go sit next to Alex over there. Make sure, <laughs> make sure you direct all your costs right at him. So, well, how much, so sorry to cut in, but how much of this is like, okay, healthcare in Canada is quote unquote free where like people in the States have to pay, maybe they're not taking themselves into the hospital. Maybe they'll wait a day or two more and see if it passes. Right. Well, that's part of it. And second of all, what was real, I had a a conversation a couple of weeks ago with a a gentleman who I obviously have to keep his name uh, confidential, but um, a, a, a somewhat of a celebrity. Okay. And the, uh, what he was mentioning was, uh, you know, people would ask him because he spent a lot of time in the U.S. Uh, the difference between the Canadian healthcare system and the and the uh, American healthcare system, and he said, "Well, you know, you don't understand. You know, the tax rate here in the U.S. is around twenty nine percent. The tax rate and the highest tax rate in Canada is is fifty three percent. Do you really want all of America to to throw that much money into healthcare? And you know, I get, I, I'm probably get." calls on this one, but the government's not exactly known for its efficient use of money. And so in the U.S., you have a more of a free market. And we joked back and forth. I said, what's the difference between Americans and Canadians is we want each other's healthcare systems. Yeah. And, you know, if you're a Canadian, you understand that there's limitations with the healthcare system. And and if you're an American, you say, well, you know what, this you could go bankrupt. So there we do a lot of things really, really well in Canada, but the capacity and the management of where we are does not allow us to come to to handle epidemics right. and, and, and these things. And, and the frustrating thing is, and I'm going to go back to the first point, had day one, we talked about it and saying, hey, it looks like the people who are getting really, really sick and having a really, really hard time with this are the people with a couple of comorbidities. Right. And and I had a great conversation just yesterday with a, a, a patient who called in. And, uh, you know, when we were interviewing, and we, we talk about preventative care, and, she, and and I talked about why MedPoint started. We started, our focus is prevention. If you're in our cardiology, we want you to talk about right. how did I get into cardio, cardiology and how do I get out of having to see a cardiologist? Right. Eat better, exercise, be more preventative. It always um, comes down to those like <laughs> so many things and and our diet is 70% of it that's why we have dietitians and sports nutritionists on staff catching things early that's why we do preventative health exams so we can catch things early and you know sometimes we have to go to specialists i think most on average clients from medpoint after their medical see about two to uh, on average two to three additional testing that we have to send people out for. Right. Maybe it's an appointment for diagnostics. Maybe it's an appointment for, to see a, uh, for an MRI or an ultrasound or, or sports medicine or cardiology or internal medicine or yeah. sleep medicine or psychiatrics. Or, you know, 
Um, and keep going. Keep, keep going. We've got them all right. There's, there's, we have 24 doctors on staff, and and you know we try and triage that as, as efficiently as possible. Yeah. But our focus has got to be, um, you know, I, I, I'm getting off on a rant. I know, and, and you know, it's always hard to keep me online. But if we had had as a as if our leaders and our, our the people that are talking were looking and saying, what's the direction? What's the plan? Right. If they had said, look, exercise better and, and eat better, that's the best. That's what you can do. Right. Leave, you can also wear a mask. You can also social distance. Yeah. Um, you know, sanitization was always a big thing right at the beginning, and but we're learning more. And every day we become a little less wrong about what we learn about this stuff. Right. But even if even if it didn't make a difference with COVID, wouldn't it have been good for our society if we all lost 10, 20, 15 pounds? Oh, yeah. And and I, I do have to get to this point, is I interviewed someone, uh, a nurse practitioner who was applying to work with us, and I'll never forget what this person did because they, they said, and I said that they were working at a palliative care floor in a hospital. And really didn't have the experience of what we were looking for. And I even said, I said, look, I said, you're working with people at the end stage of life. Right. Why do you want to work at MedPoint? Like, what are you going to bring to MedPoint? And I'll never forget. And I, it's sad because I, I forget who it was and <laughs> didn't hire the person. But she said a line that has stuck with me. She said, every day on the floor, I'm watching someone take their last breath say goodbye to their family and they almost all do it with regret. Right. They all say this didn't have to happen to me. Right. This, and this is before, you know, we see it now with people where they, they put the media puts on someone who's got COVID and they said, I didn't believe it. I wish I'd taken the vaccine. And I, you know, that's, I believe that's people's personal choice. I'm triple vaxxed, but you know, the, this has been going on for years with chronic health conditions, right, yeah. diabetes, heart disease, cancers, a lot of which can be prevented by focusing on preventative medicine. And how far ahead would we have been mm -hmm. if our leaders had been saying, look, get in to see your doctor if you can get in. If you can't get in to see your doctor, um, you know, at least try and, you know, it's not rocket science. Yeah. It, you know, that's the thing is people come to us and it's like, yeah, obviously medicine is rocket sciences, but what we do after is, you know, it's our aftercare that makes MedPoint special is that we actually have 14 kinesiologists down there and dietitians and sports medicine and, 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 and sports nutritionists who can help clients say, okay, two years of my life have gone by. Right. I got to make some changes. I got to get in to see the doctor. Oh, I can't get in to see my doctor. Okay, I'm going to come to MedPoint and I want to make some changes in my life. Yeah. And those are the clients that we are looking for. Those are the clients that we want people to say, okay, it's, you know, our healthcare system isn't going to get me healthy. Yeah. It's there for sickness. Reactionary. It's reactionary. How can I be proactive? And, you know, the conversations I've had this week, the frustrating things that we've, we've let slide, you know, this is why people are coming to MedPoint. Yeah. Well, and we, and like you alluded to there, Alex, like we have so many different services under one roof, but 
the thing that we built the business on that you built the business on was uh, the executive medicals and just coming in, get a, get a full three hour, five hour, four hour now in the golds. Yeah. Um, assessment and we'll give you your whole you know baseline like this will show you yeah and compare i i, I don't want to make this the, again whether you're a med point client or not i want you to focus on how are you going to take yourself how are you going to focus on preventative health and how are you going to eat properly and exercise and if you do that with us fantastic if you do that with somewhere else fantastic okay. but just take care of yourself because the system's not there for you but you know our five-hour medical Includes an abdominal ultrasound, echocardiogram, cardiac stress test, enhanced blood work, vision, hearing, gait analysis, functional movement studies. You know, you're here for five hours. Yeah. And it's the, arguably one of the most comprehensive medicals in all of Canada, and it's right here in London. Yeah. And now we just brought, introduced the four-hour medical, which is the exact same medical without the echocardiogram. And then, of course, we have the classic three-hour medical, which is where we're doing. You know, I know we're wrapping up. It's coming up on 15 years, Ron. Yeah, I know. It's 15 years. Wild. Our 15-year MedPoint anniversary is coming up in May. May. Excellent. And you've been here for what, 17 of those 15? Because it feels like you've been here a long time. I've been here 11, and I'm actually surprised you haven't kicked me out. That's enough. 11's enough. When I start <laughs> sleeping here, I guess uh, that's when you'll get tired of me. Yeah, yeah. it's you and um, and Michelle. But Michelle actually took time off to have babies. So yeah. and you've had a lot of babies, but you didn't do Don't take the, I, I can't take the time off. No. If I no. stayed home with them, I'd, I'd lose my sanity. But, yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. I've seen your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, well, thanks for the time on the show today, Alex. Of course, if anything that you've heard uh, has kind of struck a chord, you want to message us or anything like that, it's just info at medpoint.ca. You can always reach me, ron at medpoint.ca, or you can go on medpoint.ca and just fill out a contact form. Uh, so there's lots of different ways to get a hold of us. If you want to just come down and, and you're not sure you want to commit yet, but you want to maybe take a tour, see some of our facility and some of the testing equipment, equipment uh we'd love to have you down so um again you can just contact us through one of those don't methods yeah don't don't just come down <laughs> yeah, book, an <laughs> book an appointment but uh my, maybe myself or alex might be the ones ushering you through and then you can tell us how much you love the radio show or or hate us <laughs> anyways that's all the time we got for today alex before we go super bowl prediction who are you going for oh is that a game tomorrow um i'm gonna go with cincinnati Nice. I like yeah, that. I, I I think that this team has just defied everything. So, and I'm not a huge NFL fan. I, you know, Brady's not in, so I just I'm stunned by that alone. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I never in a million years would have thought that these two teams, but Cincinnati's got to be the underdog, right? Yeah, I I think so. I think it's a four point spread, but. Um... How about I'll go for the Rams? Okay, and if uh, loser loser buys coffee on Monday, or hundred push-ups, both. Uh, buy coffee on Monday and a hundred pushups. There you go. Okay, done. And it's got to be good coffee. It's got to be like a, like a five dollar latte. I was going to say they've got to be good pushups. Yeah, yeah got to be perfect pushups. All right, all right, London. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate your time. And uh, again, visit medpoint.ca. You can full, check out a full listing of our services. You can email us uh, info at medpoint.ca or just uh, submit a contact form online. There. Have a great weekend and uh, stay safe and stay healthy. You've been listening to the MedPoint Health Half Hour on nine. 90- ADCFPL Radio.